together the podcast where we keep on keep on keep on keep on keep on keep on dancing through the night i'm indoni i'm brandon should i have sung that instead (laughs) i mean it's weird that you did it (laughs) i don't know how to sing it because i don't remember the words you can't remember the words not the words Oh. (laughs) (laughs) oh i see keep on keep on keep on keeping on dancing all through the night there we go Woo! i'm brandon (laughs) so much more enthusiastic yeah okay jumping in time machine because we're going back to the 70s jumping forward to the 90s we're watching the brady bunch movie yes we are yes we did we have oh my god i have never seen this movie before really really Um, actually i say that with surprise for no reason at all because i hadn't seen it until like four years ago because it's one of my best friends it's his favorite movie ever it's up there for me now holy crap i had you picked the brady bunch movie and i thought oh my god this is the one where they put together like a singing crew they go to hawaii like i know i think that's a that. movie or uh like a two-part tv special that they did in the original show yeah but that's what i thought we were watching and i was uh, like kind of dreading it <laughs> no i would not have been excited for that i don't know if i've ever actually We'll we'll get into that. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair. Um, okay, tell us your IMDb synopsis. Okay, after watching this, it's a lot different than I thought. So this is going to be like a pitch for everybody who needs to watch this movie immediately. They take the Brady Bunch and they move them into the 90s through a time machine, even though there's not really a time machine. And the Brady Bunch is exposed as the weirdest family you can imagine. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, lots of potato sack races. (laughs) (laughs) It's the podcast where we have potato sack races as a family. Yes. And you will participate, young lady. It's our favorite thing to do. What's our favorite thing to do? (laughs) (laughs) Well, for Mr. and Mrs. Brady, it's getting it on because they do that a lot. It's a different kind of sack race. Ew, Brandon. No, like, like when you go to the sack, you call it, when you bed somebody, you call it going oh. to the sack. No. Uh, uh, we were talking about scrotums. No, we're not. <laughs> well, now we are. Um, okay. How did they not have more kids? Like after getting married and already having three kids from previous marriages, how didn't they make more? I mean. They were certainly trying. The neighbor did say she would come over and wrap his present so maybe she helped with that with them not having kids maybe she wasn't maybe their neighbor was responsible for wrapping his present and that they Mm. maybe in their sack races his sack was empty ew can you stop saying (laughs) (laughs) say sack one more time (laughs) of a sack of a of a sack to me yes um anyway so Actually, the original 70s TV family is now placed in the 1990s where they're even more square and out of place than ever. Oh, I didn't even read the synopsis and I got it right on. You got it right on. 
this move this confused the hell out of me when I started it because I was like, this is like a rock and roll thing, and it's very not what I would expect an intro to be for a Brady Bunch television sitcom movie. Oh, because yeah, again, you thought it was still the TV show, tried and true, wholesome, tried true, wholesome, square. Yeah. Were they okay? So, did you ever watch the show? Oh yeah. Were they squares, or is that just kind of like? It's funny because this really caricatures the TV show, but they really were like, you know, you can't tell a lie. If you tell a lie, people are going to think of you as a liar. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And if they think of you as a liar, then you'll make a liar out of yourself if you tell them that you're not a liar. Well, you know, I never thought about it that way, Dad. Oh, you're right, Dad. I never thought of it that way. That's very, there, there was a lesson to be learned every episode. Do you remember when we used to do lessons learned? Yeah, I love doing a lesson learned. We can do a lesson learned today. Okay. But you have to end you have to make it really convoluted and um, I will say I never thought about it that way dad at the end. <laughs> Call me daddy. <laughs> Call me wow. daddy. Wow, daddy, I never thought about it like that. Wow, daddy. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Maybe we should just watch Brady Bunch episodes so we could get a lesson learned every week. Uh, I'm down for it. Let's do it. Okay, this movie... Okay. (laughs) They're in California. They're trying to basically move the Brady... Buy the Brady's house from them so that they can, like, buy this land and create a mini mall. Right, because this is all about empty 90s capitalism and technology i think it's really funny that they had like people sitting at cafes like on laptops and then like just on their phones and not interacting i'm like wow hmm seems pretty familiar hmm not much has changed in 30 years it yeah it's like yeah and it seems the- like all those boomers and gen xers that shit on millennials for always being on our phones now we're doing exactly the same thing yeah look who raised us this movie is meant to show how different the 70s are from the 90s do you think that's what the movie was meant to do i mean not like specifically i think it was meant to be funny oh yeah more than like oh we got a lesson to tell you <laughs> but the the way that they're in this old 70s house next to their neighbors who are like modern and new is just so damn fun it is also that house would go for so much money oh my god if it was like still perfectly 70s on the inside well and that's the thing it's in mint perfect condition because like alice is there taking care of everything in their house while miss brady just sits on the same chair all day just continuously pouring sugar into her coffee oh my god i know she can't get enough sugar in her coffee or from mr brady or from mr mr holy smokes yeah i'm not really sure why alice is and i think this was always a thing where it's like why do they have a housekeeper mrs brady doesn't work she didn't work at i all. don't think so and also alice is the one who like prepared the meals yeah that meatloaf was gigantic ew and it looked so gross it did look gross it looked absolutely flavorless it looked cold cold but wet that's not that's not a good combo no <laughs> <laughs> that meatloaf was almost as big as alice's booty Alex, Alex, Alice got a dump truck. (laughs) (laughs) 
She got donk dumps. Donk. She got dumps like a truck. <laughs> uh, well, because the male the uh, paper boy can't help but hit her in the ass when he throws the newspaper. Yeah, it's a big target. Oh, real. Just speaking of paper boys and the mailman, I love this opening because they're like. Mr. Brady, the mailman just delivered the wrong mail again. Can't he just get the mail to the right people for once? And he's like, well, I know where to put my mail. I know where my mail goes all every day. And so then, like, this is the time where they're like, well, we'll just go give the mail to the neighbors and ask them if they've got ours. Instead of, like, putting it back in your mailbox with a really passive-aggressive note that says, do your job. Okay, so clearly... You have a story to tell because this has happened before. It happens like every day. You'll find a piece of maybe misdelivered mail somewhere. Maybe not every day because let's be real. I'm not that bad. And it just says, this was misdelivered. Please deliver correctly with a Sharpie. So you can't like pretend like you never didn't screw up. <laughs> I mean, just take the note off and throw it away. No, but it's written on the letter. Oh, why do we always talk about mail? Because there's always a mailman in one of these movies, and it's always something just, like, weird to me. Okay, this movie plays into Marsha being perfect and Jan being lesser so hard. It's the through line of this entire movie, and I don't remember it really being that much of a thing. So, I was reading, and apparently, like, in the show, um, who's the Jan? Jan's the middle one. Yeah. Apparently in the show, she's the only one that ever had any character development. So that's the reason why in this movie, like she's kind of the central throughout everything. Hers is the central storyline. And she's the only one that like changes it all in the movie. So. Okay. Yeah, I guess it was fair. a thing, but I obviously everything is like a caricature of caricatures. Like mostly I want to know, was her hair that bad in the move in the show where she had like those silly little, just like two little <laughs> curls? Um, yeah, kind of, right? Oh, God. I mean, maybe she had some curly cues like once or twice, but like she was a little cutie patootie in the show. Man. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Oh, they're also cute in the original show. Okay, yeah, they really, she really did not look like that in the original show. They did her so dirty in the movie. That's I know, hilarious. they really did. They really just, like, plagiarized the, the look and, like, made her look like a comic version of what Jan is. I know, it's amazing but it's how, so good. Yeah, like, how they got Cindy so perfect. Oh, yeah. Well, we got your mail by mistake, and so be careful. The juice is going to make you slip on your sneakers. <laughs> I can't hear a word. I I don't understand a word you're saying. You slip on your sneakers. <laughs> um, Greg is a man you have written here. Oh yeah, so they kind of do like a little fast shot characterization of each one. So like Marsha is pretty, but kind of a selfish snob. Nobody likes Jan. Greg is a man because he's got to shave, and he, all the chicks are real groovy. Peter is going through puberty, <laughs> and Cindy is a little snitchy bitch. Like, she's just a little kid, and she's just trying to... She's, like, asking questions of him. like, now, Cindy, if you snitch on yourself, then... If you snitch, then you're snitching on yourself, because then you're telling everyone that you're a snitch. Yeah. Wow, Dad, never thought about it that way. That's that's interesting. (laughs) And then the youngest boy has nothing. Like, not even a name. 
he me i mean he has a name his name is i can't remember <laughs> bobby bobby yeah okay but he has no character development in this movie they ignore him completely it's weird well, I, I wonder if that was like intentional because that's how it was in the show i mean maybe he doesn't really have a lot going for him right cindy's cute and bobby's just sort of like the young one yeah yeah, he's got nothing. He mows lawn. No, he doesn't even mow lawns. What the hell does he do? He's got like three lines in this movie. Yeah. The oh god, I can't. Their names are also There like, are nine of them. Of course they're hard to remember. But not only that, so their names aren't similar. They're just like all of the same category. They're which like is Christian. 70s. Ah, oh, that's totally what it is. 70s Christian white names. Like Greg, you know, Greg. Greg. <laughs> Greg, Greg, we have to go to school. School. I love how she says school. I know. <laughs> and she has to brush her hair one thousand times every day. Five thousand. I was Five? like, "Bitch, are you kidding me?" Oh my god, her hair is flawless. How does it not fall out? I don't know. That's like she's perfect. I wonder how drag queens don't lose their hair because they're just like brushing it back so tight and hard. I was going to say they ha- that's wigs, but that's what you meant, right? No, like they like, sometimes they like pull their hair back so fucking tight to oh. put a wig cap on. But also how do wigs stay together? Because you're like teasing the shit out of it and then just like abusing that poor thing. I don't know. We can't go into that. We can't. I, there's a wig later on. Mm-hmm. Okay. We see that their neighbor is like a total piece of crap, which is so perfect because you would expect this perfect family to have like these super great neighbors, you know, or maybe even a little conflict, but this guy straight up wants them like out. His job is to get them to sell their house and move away completely. And this is where Cindy learns that they owe $20,000 by the end of the week, or they're going to lose their perfect seventies townhome. I hate collections because that is literally how that shit would happen. Like, they would just keep on sending you notices in the mail instead of doing something that is convenient and almost guaranteed to make you reach someone like calling on the phone or sending an email. It's obnoxious. Clearly it's happened to me. (laughs) Has it? (laughs) Yes. With like car payments that were late, but they kept on sending the mail to my mom's house. So I wasn't getting it in a timely manner, but then they call from like an 800 number, which I'm not going to answer an 800 number. And then they don't leave a voicemail. Or when you do pick up, there's not someone on the line. It's like an automatic calling system. And then it just like, once the phone connects, then it like lets an operator know that, well, oh, this line is available. So like, there, it's just a horrible system. And they are not in the service of public, uh, what's the yes. word? Customer service. They are not, they are in the, the service of getting money and they don't care. Yeah. But like, if it's to such a point that if it's to such a volume that you need to have like an automated system, clearly the system is set to like, is set up for people to fail. Yeah. You need a Cindy in your life. I need a Cindy who will go and get my mail. Maybe Kevin will be your little snitch. Oh, hopefully he's being my little sushi boy right now. Little sushi boy. <laughs> but if he was a snitch, then he, he would be telling you he was a snitch. Yeah. Cause when you snitch, you tell everybody that you're snitch cause you're snitching on yourself about being a snitch. <laughs> How many times? Oh. Well, when you're judging your friends, you're being judgmental and using judgment to judge them because they're judging you and you're judging them for judging you. 
Absolutely. with judgment. <laughs> well, I never yeah. thought about it like that, Dad. Damn, Daddy. Damn, Daddy. But yeah, okay. So she she <laughs> she sort of sits on this information while everybody's at school, and someone's like, "Jan, we have to go to history," and she goes, "It's herstory." No, that was a girl that uh, Greg was like hitting on because he's oh. got no moves whatsoever because he's like hey i think you're groovy and far out in a far out way it'd be pretty or, wild if we went and got a soda together after school yeah and i guess he's just like hitting on every single girl in his class because they're all kind of avoiding him like crazy well yeah i think the thing was is that he like in the show he was sort of this like hot dreamboat, you know yeah and so <laughs> just like watching it today, if you were to watch that show, you'd be like, I don't know. Yeah, no, that wouldn't work anymore. No, but also, I mean, I guess like standards of beauty are totally different, but. Yeah. And he keeps trying to write songs. Beanstalks never grew before. Clowns I... never smiled. Smiled, something like that. It's even for the 70s, that was a bad song. I don't know that it was. It might have been pretty good. I hope not. <laughs> I hope they had better standards back then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. So basically this girl is telling him it's her street now. Keep up. It's the 90s, dude. Yeah. We're progressive. Yeah. Feminism. So, feminism. Yes. <laughs> and I guess Marsha was probably she's probably the same in this movie as she was in the show back then which is just hot and popular yeah yeah um and the big man on campus as everyone keeps on referring to this douchebag doug wants wants to get uh familiar with her and then also her best friend has a huge lesbian crush on her and it's huge lesbian crush on you (laughs) i couldn't stop thinking about this i I'm so happy that I just watched that movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Marsh is just, <laughs> this is the thing. There were no gay storylines in the Brady Bunch in the seventies. Right. I mean, doubt it. I don't know. Maybe there was like someone uh, like a queer coded character, but I very much doubt that. And so I think I'm just dissecting the hell out of this movie. I think this is basically just saying Marsha being oblivious to LGBTQ issues it's like <laughs> that show being like that doesn't exist this is wholesome and so Marsha's like i've never heard of gay people because it was never spoken about in my tv show time <laughs> i thought it was just like she's so self-absorbed i'm telling you i'm reading into every bit and nook and cranny that i can you're like an english muffin full of nooks and crannies is that a thing yeah have you never had an english muffin I mean, I've had an English muffin. I didn't know people said it was full of nooks and crannies. Yeah, that's like the thing. Thomas's English muffins full of all the original nooks and crannies or whatever the hell that is. That is like the point of an English muffin. You fill <laughs> all those nooks and crannies with butter and jam. I guess so. Yeah, it's called... Uh, it it, it coin has little things in it. It coin When it has them. Yeah. Yes. Huge lesbian crush on her. And then Marsha's... She gets asked by one boy... But she really, she wants to ask by this other boy. And then when this other boy asks her, it's hilarious because she says yes. And she goes, I just made the biggest mistake of my life. I don't know how I can go on living. I don't know what I'm going to ever do about this situation. And that is just screams what the TV show always was. 
Yeah, just over dramatics. My <laughs> life is ruined. My life. I have two dates to the dance and I don't know what I'm going to do. How do I let one of them down? So good. I'm going to rewatch this movie like immediately. Don't even ask me at the end. Can you... Uh, <laughs> have you seen the second one? No, there's it's, two? Oh my God. That one, I think I like that one even more. I don't want to spoil it for you. You should watch okay. the second one. Okay, I will. I, I will. I think it's called a very Brady sequel. Okay, I've heard of that. Okay, it's good. Okay, I didn't know they were ever set in this sort of timeline though, but wonderful. <laughs> Great. Uh, so... That's her conflict, which doesn't even take her through the whole movie. There's like a lot, so many shallow storylines that mean nothing. Well, it's because this this storyline gets sorted out with like, what should I do, Greg? And he's like, just tell one of them something came up. That's what the girls tell me. And she just goes, something came up. And she's like, oh, that was easy. Yeah. Like, her whole life was solved. Also, oh God, so many innuendos and double entendres in this movie. Uh, we'll get oh my Uh, god there's one right here that i did not catch on the next bullet point so jan is having a crisis of identity uh because she hates marcia i guess and like the voices in her head are like everyone loves marcia you're nothing but i'm trying so hard blah 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 (laughs) and so she goes to see the school counselor who speaking of wigs happens to be rupaul charles herself Oh my God, ma'am, yes. And Do you have any idea is... me sitting there seeing RuPaul and being like, what am I watching? Yeah, it is uh, subversive and <sighs> pretty gay. <laughs> okay, so what is RuPaul's name in this movie? Mrs. Cummings. <laughs> Cummings. <laughs> no, she doesn't talk like that. It's Mrs. Cummings, which is just like, what? excuse me they could have done they could have made her name anything (laughs) i think that it was like a throwback to the tv show what do you mean i think there was someone whose name was cummings in the tv show like mrs cummings really yeah well i was getting prepared for truths and goofs oh okay so maybe i shouldn't look up uh maybe i shouldn't look that up yeah don't um i just liked how RuPaul seems to have been exactly the same person for the last like 30 years because Mrs. Cummings was like here's my book and my tapes like take these so just like always trying to sell something promoting self-promotion RuPaul was like pretty unclockable in this scene really I think so I think if I were young watching this I would not have said that's a drag queen like maybe I I I honestly don't remember now yeah, I I just remember sitting there looking and saying like, wow, she looks very, very good. And I didn't know that she had this song out that long ago. You better work. Yeah, what was this movie? 95? 95, yeah. Yeah, I guess this song is older than I thought. Yeah. You better work, cover girl, work it girl. Do your thing and smile for the camera. Okay, anyways... Mrs. Cummings tells her that she has like middle child syndrome and she needs to get a new look to give herself her an, an identity and come back when you're pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> come see me when you're pregnant. Yeah, because she oh, starts off the meeting God. with like, are you pregnant? Do you feel suicidal? Do you have an eating disorder? Like, she doesn't know how to deal with like 
not extreme things. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, she had voices in her head. That's pretty, um, that's a lot. She, she's like, paranoid schizophrenia is very common in, in uh, blended families. So anyways, I think you have middle child syndrome. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, in blended families. I could just sit here on this RuPaul moment for like 30 more minutes. We need to keep on going. Keep we on, need keep, to keep on, on, keep on, keep on, keeping on. Keeping on. <laughs> Oh god, this movie's just so full of amazing. There's so many like there's so many storylines happening because there's nine of them, except yeah. they don't care about Bobby. So there's eight storylines happening. Mm-hmm. This is one of those movies that it's easier, maybe sometimes not to talk about in a linear timeline, just to sort of like, okay, let's wrap up what Bobby's storyline was. That was easy, there wasn't, you know. <laughs> okay, so should we finish Marsha? Wait, we can just sort of get to them. Okay. <laughs> as they come up. I'm sure they're in the notes. <laughs> we should not do this linearly. Linear, lin, God. Linearly. Are you trying but we're going to do it linearly. I'm trying to come for you. And I had to stop for gas on the way. But you know what? I made it there. And I came for you. <laughs> and I picked you up. And we're going to keep on going talking about this movie. Okay. Mr. Brady <laughs> has to make $20,000. And the way he's going to do that is by selling one house. But the problem is is he is such an old uh, architect marketer. What's the name? Architect? Architect. Designer? Architect. It sounds like there needs to be something after architect. He's an old architect, and he keeps designing one house for every single person that comes in. He just keeps on redesigning the Brady Bunch house. for. Oh, yeah, that is their house, huh? Yeah. And he's not even doing it for someone who's trying to buy a house. He's doing it for businesses. So, like, one's a gas station. One is a burger restaurant. The other one's a gym. Yeah. And it's just like, everyone's like, I love it, but it's too fancy. Do you think this is a message for how back in the day, it seems like men just sort of got jobs and they just sort of didn't, it feels like you didn't have to work as hard to get into a really good career. And that he sort of just fell there and was like happy for the rest of his life. I mean, I think maybe you're reading into it again, but also what an excellent commentary. I think so. Cause it's like, well, yeah, he's an architect. He's may not be very good, but back in the day, you just sort of have to be a man in the workplace and you've got it made. Oh yeah. That'd have been pretty dope to be alive back then. I know. If I could have like gotten a job in the seventies and then like still had it now, but then also still only be 30 or maybe like, I would do 24 again. If I could have all of that, that'd be great. Yeah, totally. But then at the same time... I could just walk into an architect's office, be like, yeah, let me draw some blocks for you. Yeah, I can build a house. Fine, I can draw up a cool-looking house. Easy, no problem. Like, I don't have to build it, right? Cool. Yeah. Does it have to be physically feasible? Yes. No? Okay, awesome. I'll let you guys figure that out. I'll I'll doodle it. You're going to get a paycheck no matter what, I guess. But yeah, that's his way to make 20 grand. He has to do his job. And apparently it's not going to be easy. No. What has he been doing for the last 30 years? Or 20, I guess. I guess just designing the same house over and over again. And it worked? Okay. Well, it would certainly work now. Everyone loves mid-century. That's true. And I honestly love their house. It's beautiful. The only thing is it has like brick. It has brick in it. like Brick interior? not even like walls, like on the floor, like brick steps. Oh, by the yeah, room. I would be nervous about that for like a kid 
slipping and like smashing their fucking face just for the random kids that run through your home yes my nephew <laughs> okay well fair enough <laughs> uh my only issue with it is i this keeps on coming up in my life for some reason very recently i don't like great rooms and their living room is a great room which is like double story oh yeah, yeah. i'm not a fan of it because it actually I think I like it in their house because it works a little bit differently. Cause like the staircase to the upstairs is in that room and the landing is open. Okay. I like the great room in their house. Never mind. I changed my mind. Okay. See, all I had to do was convince you. You know what I think it is? I think it's all the brick. <laughs> it must be all the brick. Okay. <laughs> Those hard, dangerous steps. Ooh, I love it. <laughs> Ooh, dangerous. There's no backing on these steps. I could slip right through. Oh, Yes. my ankle. Ouch. I do Hurt love me. those steps, actually. <laughs> Hurt me. <laughs> Hurt me, Daddy. <laughs> Little pigtail, tatty tail, Cindy. <laughs> You're right. She <laughs> says, I want to keep a secret, and so I'll never tell that Mommy and Daddy owe $20,000. And so all the kids have a kid meeting, and they would do this in the show. They'd get together and say, there's a problem. We have to make this right. We have to talk about this as a family. So they have like a kid meeting, and they're like, how are we going to are we going to raise $20,000 to save our house? It's a good impression of children. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you like, so much. Thanks. Greg decides he's going to be a rock star and, and just make a ton of money from playing his guitar and singing. Yeah. And Marsha's like, what can I do with my beautiful looks and absolutely like radiant personality? She, and then she's like, I could be a model. Yeah. And I forget what, like, none of the other kids come up with anything. No, what's-his-face wants to mow lawns, and Cindy just has, like, a few quarters. Yeah, well, she's got more quarters than Bobby, because Bobby sucks. Bobby sucks. <laughs> that poor kid. <laughs> Useless. Yeah. So, Greg trying to be a rock star is so uncomfortable, because the song is just so bad. It's hard to even talk about, but this is about as far as it goes into the story he just i mean at the end there's a moment where he picks himself back up in his confidence but right well because his idea of a rock star he wants to be johnny bravo which does a great tv show maybe back in the day actually no i think johnny bravo is probably a pretty horrible message of misogyny so don't watch that kids don't watch it is this where they go to the modeling thing and they go and they pose it's like at some point during this, during like the whole series of kids trying to make money, like Greg tries to become a rock star and like play for some music producer. And Marsha decides to go to the modeling agency. And Jan's like, well, I can yeah. go too. <laughs> she brings Jan and then she, the, the, the talent scout's like, all right, can you show me anything? And they're like, we have a lot we can show you. And they put on this 90s sort of like 007 it's from Charlie's Angels. Oh, Charlie's do, Angels. Okay. Do, 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 do. Okay, I couldn't remember. I was really close. And they're you doing were really these, like, close. 70s poses. I wish you could see my freaking screen right now. Well, I just love that Jan, like Marsha's doing actual poses, and then Jan is just jumping in the air. Yeah. <laughs> spastically. And then the talent scout's like, Jan, you. Yeah, you come with me. And it's like, oh my God, Gian got the part. And then he throws her out in the alley and is like, how dare you? <laughs> how, like, that is a child. Rude. Oh my God. I just love that she's like, I got the part. And then he's like, you're 
horrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, please face. get out of my studio. Oh my God. I love it. So then I guess Marsha is, oh no, he's like, Marsha, I could use you. But first, how do you feel about cutting your hair, getting caps on your teeth, losing 30 pounds and getting implants? And she smacks him and she's like, oh, how dare you? Cutting my hair? (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. She's so self-absorbed and and good for this actress. She like nails this role. She sells it so good. But this is the classic scene from like the TV show where they throw a football, it hits her in the face and she goes, oh, my nose. Did that happen in the show? Oh, yeah. That was like a huge moment in the show. When Marsha was no longer pretty? Well, it was, yeah, it was just sort of this moment that, oh, my nose. Marsha, 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 oh, my nose. I mean, yes. The oh, okay. Is. I thought, like, I have known about that for a long time, but I didn't know that it was from the show. I thought it was, like, from the movie parodying the show. But, like, they did that in 30 Rock in one episode and other stuff that I can't remember right now. Yeah. It's, um... <laughs> really riveting content, right? Well, the the... If you watch the scene, it's just really loud. It's almost like the the noise is distorted because she like screams, oh my nose. I don't know. It's a cultural phenomenon. Get with it. Keep up, Andoni. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I wasn't, I'm not like hip to the jive of 70s pop culture. Not coming off as very groovy, but in the movie, her <laughs> nose is completely flattened. Like when it shows that it, it's good, it's like, okay, it's going to be bruised. No, they like put prosthetic on her. Her nose is flattened. It's hideous. And it it's like, amazing. I feel like they just took a ball of Play-Doh and just like smushed it on her face. Yeah. Oh, that, oh God. Oh, nose injuries. Like, I know. It make me cringe. Painful. It just seems like so painful. Although, you know what? Maybe... Can you throw a football in my face and then I'll like get my nose reset to straighten it? Thanks. Honestly, I never realized that I kind of have a big nose. I think it's proportional. I mean, it's proportional, but it's big. Mine is crooked and uneven. Oh my God. Oh my nose. Oh my. So now the rest of the podcast is just going to be us talking about our noses. Oh, and also now I have a scar on my nose from slamming my car trunk on my face <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i'm marcia <laughs> slam oh my nose i have a scar on my nose from slipping on brick <gasps> it's those brick steps in the house. damn living room <laughs> yeah they got me hmm. okay the neighbors decide if the brady's aren't selling their houses no one is selling and no one is moving right because and ditmeyer's like freaking out he's like don't worry they're gonna sell they're a bunch of weirdos they like they're so happy all the time what is that about this is the 90s no one does that yeah and this one's like they are always doing potato sack races in their backyard all weekend (laughs) yeah and like there's nine people and one bathroom and i've never seen a toilet which was like a thing in the tv show apparently Hmm. i love that everyone just decides there are these super big weirdos but nothing comes from it they're everyone's just like oh my god they are really weird huh and you think it's going to be a plot line that all of them are like you need to get out of our town but that's where it ends they just that's it right yeah i you know what i agree i didn't realize that i thought it was going to play out more but then just like nah they're just weird and we want our money yeah. <laughs> oh my god, more commentary on 90s capitalism. Uh, yep. 
Yep, sure. That one's spot on. Would you try and force your neighbors out to to sell your house and get more money? Um, yeah. My neighbors are all, are all renters, though. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't really know what's happening. <laughs> Renting movie. is the only option for some people. God, Brandon, no, that's you're such true. a, you're such no. a chauvinistic pig. I don't know what chauvinism means. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what chauvinism means. I don't know how real estate works at all. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, squ- I'm squatting. <laughs> I'm a chauvinist. I don't know how real estate works. (laughs) 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 It's not that funny. I'm just a gay chauvinist squatter. (laughs) (laughs) I'm fucking dying. (laughs) All I know is my neighbors better move so that I can get more money somehow. (laughs) I'll figure it out later. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. I'm crying a little bit. <laughs> this is so stupid. This movie put me in, like, the best mood I've been in in a long time. Oh, oh my God. Who is Doug? Doug is the du- the douchebag. <laughs> Sorry, that transition. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Doug is keep on, the keep douchey on. big man on campus that asks Marsha to the dance. Oh, yeah, it's so good because he shows up at the house to pick him up and both the mom and the dad at separate times meet him and go, oh, big man on campus. Oh, big man on campus. He's like, yeah, whatever, I guess. He's like, you guys are weird. (sighs) Do you even call a high school a campus? No, like for me, campus means college. Yeah, campus is college. A high school campus, maybe. If it's a huge one, like California. Also, was the TV show set in California or like in LA? Let me see. I mean, that seems reasonable, but like, like California seems reasonable. LA does not seem reasonable. Oh, it says um, they lived in Studio City. Oh, okay. So then I guess that is probably part of LA. Los Angeles. (laughs) LA is so big. I would have expected the Bradys to be in like maybe Wyoming. Pasadena, California, maybe? Or Texas. Oh, yeah, because yeah. they, they had AstroTurf. Yeah. So maybe like Oklahoma, even? Or like Nevada. <gasps> Nevada is perfect. Nevada is where they live. Rent also, free in my head. <laughs> hearing is <laughs> they're squatting. <laughs> Get out of my head. Oh my God, does that mean they're gay too? Yes. They're squatting, they're gay. As far as I'm concerned, Mr. Brady. Yes, is. Oh, my God. I had the biggest crush on Mr. Brady. Ew. I mean, no. like, everyone did. This Mr. Brady is, like... Not. Little... No, I thought he was kind of foxy. Really? Yeah, mostly just because, like, he was so, so like, not aware. Was he not in... What? <laughs> what is happening? Scandal. Not scandal. You're going to... You're going to edit this podcast and you're going to insert a little audio clip of you like, by the way, listeners, I figured it out. It's <sighs> it's like mm, like people are on drugs, like the dad's on drugs and he has like two teenagers or something, maybe scandalous. That's yeah. not it at all. He's not the- in it, which is like makes this conversation even more useless. What the hell is that show? Shameless. Shameless. <laughs> <laughs> At the exact same time. Okay. He was Ooh, not that's a shameless. big gay energy. Ooh, but he the, he looks like the guy that... He, blah, 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 blah. That's what I thought he was. Oh, no, please. He's foxier than that. Yeah. What's happening? <laughs> I have no idea. We have to get back on track. 
blah, 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 blah. Oh, Doug, wow. How did we get from Doug picking up Marsha to Shameless? Who knows? It doesn't matter. Uh, he comes to pick her up and he like takes her to basically what's, I guess, like make out point. And he's trying to like get it on with her. And I love that she's like, Doug, your arm, your hand is on my shoulder. Yeah. And she's like, that's third base. I don't do that. I don't do that. But then she <laughs> does go in for a little smooch. No, he did like, he like pulls her in. And then I thought her, like, if third base is putting your hand on her shoulder, like, I thought her reaction to being like French kissed would be way bigger. Doug, I felt your tongue in my mouth. How's your tongue? It's called French, it's called kissing. French kissing. I thought you were from Utah. Nebraska. <laughs> Nebraska. Oh my God. Go big red. Go big Doug. <laughs> go big Doug. No, no Doug. Don't go big Doug. Go home, no. ass. Go home. So he like ditches her and her shawl. Her poor shawl. There is a scene of him just storming into homecoming or whatever dance it was, just really pissed off. And then that's just kind of the last you No, we So a limo picks her up and <laughs> it's this whole movie she's been talking about like how much she loves Davy Jones and she's been writing him. Not the octopus face from Pirates of the Caribbean people, the singer Davy oh, Jones. Yeah, the real one. Yeah. The fake one. <laughs> the fake one. And a limo picks her up, and guess who it is? It's Davy Jones. Oh my god, Davy Jones's diary. <laughs> <laughs> Go home. <laughs> Go yeah. back to your squatter's house. <laughs> Bridget Jones, Davy Jones. <laughs> yeah, Davy so Jones' like, diary, the the baby chronicles, the baby chronicle, the Brady chronicles. Oh she, my god, I am just on a roll. The You're limo takes it. her to her prom or whatever it is and she like gets him to sing and all of the school teachers are like it's davy jones oh my god you know all these cougars or whatever like running up to listen to davy jones while all the students are okay but the the all the lady teachers are cougars yeah like it was crazy it's hot (laughs) and she also like (laughs) and this of course also overshadows jan's attempt to like create her own image which was ripping off mrs cummings aka rupaul's disco diva big afro look oh yeah well there is a point in the show where she does wear a big afro i did read about that okay i don't know the context but i remember she had done her hair differently and had this giant black afro um so she's trying to create her own image and of course marcia overshadows her with davy jones and i thought his performance was going to be really fucking lame because the song starts out kind of but then the grunge rock band that was already on stage backs him up and it fucking slaps it's pretty good and like the teachers are screaming and creaming and the kids are all like <laughs> Ew, uh... getting into jan's thumbs up dance which i love yeah that i so i never realized that i had seen this movie before like as a kid until i watched it like five years ago and that part came on because i was like hey i recognize that dance and like that's <laughs> the only part of the whole movie that i remember is jan's ridiculous thumb up thumbs up dance it's pretty good. And then uh, Doug gets his own. Somebody's like, I don't appreciate, appreciate you treating Marsha like that. Blah, blah, blah. He gets whatever punched, maybe. I don't By the lesbian. Because Peter is, like, sad and wimpy. Well, he's not sad and wimpy. He's just, like, he's not uh, a violent dude. 
can't get it done. No, what's her friend's name? Noreen? No, no, Nadim? No Nari, idea. Nari? It's like Marie, but with an N, I think. Okay, Nari. Yeah, so good. Did she have a best friend in the TV show? I do not remember. Oh, maybe. Wouldn't that be something? If she was queer-coded in the TV show, and in this one, she's like real, real queer. Yeah, maybe. Okay, Brady finally sells his design, the home. He finally sells it to a gym owner. And they say, first of all, Miss Brady's like, I'm going to fuck you so hard right now. And then he goes, (laughs) cool, let's also go to Sears. Everybody get into your Sunday best. Oh, my God, yeah. (laughs) I was like, what are you talking about? It's like the the Japanese businessman isn't going to fuck Mr. Brady. No. (laughs) Yeah, Miss Brady. They are so uh, into each other. It's great for them, honestly. Good for them. Love it. But yeah, she's like trying to give them the biz in the living room. Yeah, but they can't. And so they just agree to go to Sears. And I love them going down the escalator, dancing as a family. It's so weird how close they are. I think that I'll go for a walk outside. I feel like Sears, I wish I could have lived. That's another reason I wish I could have lived in like the 60s or 70s is because Sears was a fucking like experience back oh, then. Yeah. It was like a household. They they did everything. I watched a little video the other day about how they also produced homes. Like you could yeah. like look through a catalog, select a home, and then they would like come and build that home for you. Yeah. They would like ship it to you and then have a team there to build it. Yeah. Or you could it's build it yourself. Crazy. Yeah. Or you could build it yourself. And they were nice houses. Yeah. I think there's still some around. There are a lot around apparently, but the the issue is that like Sears didn't, this is part of the video that I watched. Sears didn't keep like a catalog or a record of all the houses that they built. So like people only realize that they have one when they find like an old Sears catalog and it's like, Hey, that's my house. That's oh, model wow. number Brown cottage. <laughs> yeah. That's cool as hell. <laughs> that is fucking sweet. Um, too bad Sears went bankrupt. Too bad. Are there any Sears? Yeah. Are there any Sears left by you? Because like the one in my um, hometown mall closed a few years ago and it was very sad. I think there's still a Sears open right next to me. <laughs> like literally right next door where the renters <laughs> live. It's my <laughs> they're renting and don't rent. <laughs> you rent in commerce. No, you lease. I don't know the difference between renting and leasing, honestly. Oh, I don't either. Is there a difference? It does not matter. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about real estate again. <laughs> because I don't understand how it works because I'm a gay chauvinist. <laughs> gay chauvinist. Gay chauvinistic podcast host. Renter. Hey, renter. I rent this podcast. <laughs> Brady sells design. They go to Sears. Dittmeyer again gets the wrong mail. Opens it. Finds out that Mr. Brady made the sale. That can't happen. So he drags Mr. Brady's name through the mud. Tells these buyers, you don't want to work with this guy. He's a felon. And He like built an old folks home that collapsed. Yeah. And all the poor little people visiting all got crushed. Even a few dogs, he said. Yeah. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? That's just, that's bad business on the part of the gym owner. Because it's like. Try verifying that shit. Also, don't you think that would be like a public record for an architecture yeah. firm? Yeah. Do your research. Don't listen to the neighbors. But anyway, they have to figure out how to make 20 grand. So now they're finally going to listen to Jan's idea. No, it's Marsha's idea. 
No, it's Jan's idea. No, it's Marsha's idea. Marsha okay. said it, and she's the prettiest, so obviously it's a really great idea. Yeah, it's a great idea, Marsha. Way to go. Jan <laughs> because, sucks, by the way. Because <laughs> we forgot to say earlier that like Jan suggested this star search for hip new young bands, and the grand prize is exactly $20,000. Basically, at the beginning of the movie, she suggested this. So they could have done this and just not had a worry, but they don't listen to her because they hate her. But also, it was a week away back then. Now it's only two days away. That's true, yeah. She runs away, and she starts hitchhiking on, like, this trucker freaking picks her up, and it's like, Jan, it's the 90s. You can't hitchhike Yeah, in California. Was everything in the 90s, like, super dangerous? Because L.A., I don't know, every representation of New York City in the 90s is always, like, super high crime rate, lots of, like, just violence. And it seems like L.A. was the same way, just, like, grungy and mm-hmm. dangerous. There were so many serial killers in L.A. in the 90s. Really? Into, like, 2000s. Yeah. That's, like, <laughs> who lives there? With serial killers and actors and actresses? Like Richard Ramirez and, like, I don't know, more. Is that the 90s? It doesn't matter. <laughs> don't come for me don't come for me let's go to school <laughs> let's go to school school but she runs away and because Alice she's like sick of being second best to to marcia yeah it's the thing you do when you're a kid you get out of there trucker brings her back we have a cameo from the original alice um it's cute i can't believe what a good match the the new alice was to the like what the original Alice looked like oh yeah but like wig in a costume that'll really do it everybody like Marsha looked exactly the same Mrs. Brady looked basically exactly the same really it took me so long to figure out that these were actors I'm like why is this so new when these people are so old I was so confused my lord I know. Um, <laughs> wait, can we say real quick when Jan is sneaking out? Obviously, oh Cindy yeah, Lou who like sees her and she's like, "Well, I, I, I won't snitch," but then she goes and snitches. But anyways, she's like sneaking out, and Alice is like trying to sneak out of her room, and she's wearing like a dominatrix yeah. leather corset halter top. Yeah, and it is so good. she's getting a meat delivery from sam yeah he's the butcher Mm -hmm. and he's around for the rest of the movie too it's he just sort of shows up and stays yeah well because they're like all in the kitchen they're like well where is she and oh sam what are you doing here he's like oh i was just uh delivering some meat and he's just so so nonchalant about being in their house in Uh a row drinking their orange juice rude Oh my God. I love, okay. I'm glad you brought it back. Cause I love when Cindy goes, Jan ran away. And they're like, Cindy, not right now. Tell us later. And she, or no, she goes, I have something really important to say. And they're like, tell us in a little bit, Cindy. And she goes, but Jan could be dead by then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, what? She, she tries so hard not to snitch in this movie, which I guess <sighs> technically she's not snitching when she says that. Yeah. Jan could be dead by then. So way to go, Cindy. Way to Cindy. not snitch. Oh, geez. Uh, yeah, so Marsha finally comes back because she got dropped off by the truck driver. And then they're like, well, let's do Marsha's idea because it's a really good idea. And then she's like, oh my God, you guys like me. Well, no, they say let's do Jan's idea. Ah, oh, damn it, Jan's idea. Fuck, see? See? Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. 
<laughs> yeah, so they go to the talent show. Oh my god, I love it. Because it looks like it's building up to everybody getting really into it. The whole movie shtick where everyone's like, oh my god, this is actually really good. And they do this campy, cheesy 90s the Brady Bunch song. Keep on, keep on, keep on dancing on through the night. Honestly, I think they should have done the song that they sang in Sears because that one was a bop. Yeah, that would have been better. But they have this like cheap choreo with it. And then when it ends, there's like two people clapping and everyone's just like, okay, that was weird. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, of course they're going to win because it's the Brady Bunch. Exactly. And you're like, well, shit, they're not going to win. Nobody liked that. And then the judge is, uh, who are the judges? A bunch of 70s. It's Davy Jones and some old dudes. Yeah, like 70s disco stars, basically. I don't don't know about disco, but yeah, they're like musicians. And they're like, of course they're going to win. Yeah. Um, But so they've got to get back to the house because there's an auction happening at 2 p.m. And, you know, their house is going to get auctioned off. And they make it because they get a ride from Eddie, their friend from <laughs> earlier in the movie, who was trying to carjack them. We this don't have a carjack. Jack. Yeah, we don't have a carjack. Greg, I think he's got a flat tire. Oh, I'm sorry, Eddie. We, You know what? I'll call AAA as soon as we get to the school. <laughs> it's nice to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> I just love how they get out of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and they make it there in time and they get their house. They get to stay. And then all the neighbors, they're like, well, if the Brady's aren't moving then we're not moving. Yeah, because what a wonderful neighborhood. They all know everything about each other. They know when when Mrs. Ho-and-so Ho walks around her house naked. At 2 p. At 2 a.m. Exactly, 2 a.m. Cute, yeah. Uh, no one's moving, and that's the end. That's a wrap. Oh, no, wait. Then they go visit Grandma to oh, like, let yeah. her know what's up. Grandma cures jan's voices by telling her to cut the crap <laughs> cut the crap yeah and i thought she was gonna smack her in the face smack that would have been amazing you get the mean uh florence henderson yes that's her because she's the original mrs brady right do they have names is it just mr and mrs brady uh mike and carol wow look at you i have it pulled up on google right now oh okay there's too many names okay well stop googling because do you know what time it is Trivia time! It's time for Two Truths and a Goof. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Number one. The name of the dog, in the, the name of the family dog in the show was Lion. Number two. The movie featured cameos by four members of the cast of the original show. Or, number three. The judges of the Search for the Stars contest were members of the band The Monkees. The Who? The judges? Um, no, not the who, the monkeys. Mm. <laughs> Damn, you just made the bitchiest face ever. But you said the judges it. were? The judges of the Search for the Stars contest were members of the 70, 90s, popular 70s band, The Monkeys. Okay, I know that Christopher Knight made an appearance. I know that Florence made an appearance. And I know that Alice made an appearance. So I know three, so I just need one more. Their family dog, I think's name was Tiger. Mm. What did you say it was? Lion. I think it's Tiger. I think that's false. Are you sure? Yes. You're right! <gasps> I even got the name right. You even got the name right. Because she makes a joke about it during the movie. She's like, Tiger, Tiger, where is that dog? 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because apparently the dog disappeared in like just randomly in season two of the show. Oh, whatever happened to that dog? Uh, Cute. Do you want to know? Yeah. Who was the fourth one? Oh, the fourth one. Uh, I don't remember. Oh, the coach. <laughs> the coach in the lunchroom. Uh, who was like, if you hit that Brady kid, you're dead. Yeah, that was Christopher Knight. Okay, and then the original Alice, Floris Henderson, and then the music producer that Greg goes to talk to. Oh, God, I would not have known that. So that's it. Okay, I won't even ask you the first question, but who Mm. would you recommend the movie to? I was sitting there saying, I need to tell my mom to watch this movie <laughs> immediately. I was going to text her and say, you need to watch the Brady Bunch movie. It's so, so good. Because we would always watch this like as a family. And I think she would really appreciate it now. I would do a, like, I don't think it would translate as well as this did. But if there was like an I Love Lucy equivalent, I would tell my family to watch it. Because my family liked I Love uh, Lucy. Yeah. 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 That would be cool. Would you, are you going to watch this again? I have watched it. Well, I think only once before, but I would watch it again. And I would also watch the second one again. Yeah, I'll probably watch the second one. And I would recommend it to gays. Mm-hmm. This is a this is a really gay movie. Yeah, um, it really it is. is. Full of queer coding and just like blatantly gay characters. And it's campy. And kind of a, like some fashion here and there. Yeah. And like very tongue in cheek. Something about it feels almost like I want to say like John Waters e, just because it's like so bizarre, bizarre and like grungy in some parts. I like when movies and books take place in a time set that they just don't make sense in. Like a lot of Stephen King does this, where it feels like a fever dream, anachronistic. Yeah, and you sort of just can't wrap your head around it the whole time, but you get it and you're in it. That's what this felt like. Right. Oh, God. Did you learn any lessons from this movie? Well, Daddy, I never thought about it like that. (laughs) (laughs) That's not how it was supposed to go. No, you're supposed to give me a lesson. Did you learn any lessons? I learned that you have to be nice to your siblings because if you're not nice to your siblings, then you're being mean. And then you're being mean to yourself by not being nice. And if you're not being nice to other people, how are you supposed to love yourself if you can't love somebody else? Can I get an amen? Amen. Wow. Damn, Daddy. I never thought about it that way. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Oh my Lord. Okay. Uh, there, there are no lessons to be taken away from this. Um, if someone wants to send us mail to the correct address, or even you know, messages meant for other podcasts, where can they send it? <laughs> they can tweet at us at Twitter at Pod and Together. You can find us on facebook.com slash together. They can email us at together at gmail.com. You can write a letter to Antoni's home address, which is... Let me find it. No, 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 Should we get go. a box just to get letters for the wrong podcast? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Or just find us on iTunes. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. And remember to keep on, keep on, keep on, keep it on. Dancing all through the night. Bye. Bye. Oh, that was so (laughs) chauvinistic gay squatter. (laughs) (laughs) Yay!